1: on tape on this Saturday, December 30th, 2023, two days left in the calendar year, week 17. I screwed it up last week. I started off saying week 15, corrected later in the show, but it's definitely week 17 this week. As we approach the end of the NFL season, so Merry Christmas! I said it early last time, saying it late here, and a Happy New Year right out of the gate. Chris, how was your Santa Day? It was pretty good.
0: Uh, the kids are obviously a little too little to understand everything, but uh, it was it was it was nice. It was quiet. It was the first uh, Christmas in the new house, so. Oh, wow, that's right. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you, so you did move. You, You're
1: a new abode.
0: Gotta, yeah. So you got to get used to, like, traditions of where everything goes. And But Christian was, like, really, really excited and kept saying, you know, three days, two days. Ah, good for and, him. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Just filled with anticipation waiting for Santa to come
1: down the chimney or yeah. slider or whatever open... Uh, entryway you have to your house to drop off. Yeah, all definitely not a chimney. Yeah, no chimney for you. Not down in Florida. There's no no fire needed down there. But uh, also, uh, dripping with anticipation was like five Raven fans, as you probably were not cued in because, uh, you know, the, the Twitter activity that I put up there is few and far between. Uh, but occasionally I do engage. It's probably something that should be, uh, upped in the uh, you know in the future if you really wanted to make something of the podcast but I you know we, we do this for fun fun and so you know Twitter activity is you know a few and far between as I think I just said so but I did write and I talked about this last week but just to cue you in because you were not uh, part of the show I did drop a tweet. To me in Mia Kime's feed because she was talking basically about how if anybody was going to give the 49ers a run, it would be the Ravens because, and she just said a uh, fancy way of saying because they, they the 49ers can't tackle and they're bad between the defensive tackles and they can't tackle and the Ravens run the ball and that's what it was. But, you know, the way she said it was all fancy dancing. I was like, okay, great. So my point was is that, yeah, that's all great unless 49ers go up like two scores and then. The Ravens have to pass, in which case they're going to struggle because Lamar Jassing's not a good passer, regardless of how everybody tries to build him up. And I I think through the, I don't know, three, four years that we had the Twitter feed and, and doing the show, it was probably the most activity that we've had, engagement with people that we don't know. And it was a lot of Raven fans, and they were not happy with me at all. So sure enough, last week came around, and it was like the pseudo Super Bowl, And the Ravens mopped the floor with the 49ers. And, I mean, if I had a voicemail, it sounded something like this. You are a stupid asshole. That's exactly what he is. That guy is a disgrace to the uniform. Right? Uh, I mean, it just would have been a whole lot of that. Uh, I mean, just uh, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Uh, Because they were very happy that, uh, that, uh, you know, the Ravens won. And then these couple people were more than... Happy to go back into Twitter feed, find the tweet, and just—I'm I'm surprised they didn't tell me to go kill myself. But uh, they, they did tell me. One guy was like, "You should delete that tweet. Delete that tweet, and then delete your account." It's like, "Okay." So anyway, but that was last week, and if you didn't follow, it was—it was pretty funny. Oh boy! Yeah. So uh, that was all of the fun uh, from last week. Week. 16, uh, which uh, saw a lot of action and kind of lined everything up. Did you up. really think San Francisco was going to beat them? Yeah, 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 I, I I did. I thought the way that they were playing, and I'm a, I'm a fan of Purdy. Now, let's go back. So, I'm a fan of Purdy. I think he's good. His The population of games that we're trying to evaluate him, though, is small, right? I mean, it was like some of last year and then this year, and he ended last year with an injury, etc. But I go back to that three-game stretch. We talked about this earlier in the season. That three-game stretch, when they just lost three in a row and looked shitty, everybody tried to blame it on Trent Williams being out, McCaffrey getting hurt, Debo Samuel being out. And I just questioned it because I I think, you know, if I'm not going to quote myself. I don't remember. I'd have to go back. But the biggest question mark I had was, is that because of those guys or is it Purdy? It's Trent Williams. I mean, I get, but but is it Purdy? Trent Williams went down again. I know, but I just think it's more than that, man. Like, if you watch that game, Purdy looked terrible. He looked fucking awful. And they were, like, out of it, you know, as soon as he threw those picks. And I I was surprised because they fought tooth and nail to keep that game within firing distance, going into half, as bad as they played in the first half. And then they came out of the second half and just nothing. And, you know, I watched the game, whatever, not the all 22, but the, you know, just the condensed version to watch it again. And, man, like, Purdy, to me, just didn't look good at all. And it just left, I, I mean, Williams, what I, you can't just, I just don't think you can b- blame games like that, especially with that three-game stretch where you also look bad, just on one player. But I don't know. I, I mean, you you definitely think it has something to do with an element that's not there during those games. Be Williams here or Debo Samuel there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: Wow. I mean, that's like zero margin for error.
0: Well, I you're just think you're saying. Williams, go, go ahead. Sorry. I was just saying, Trent Williams, I mean, he, he's apparently their whole team because every time he's not playing, they lose.
1: Okay. So, given if that is the case. I mean, that really makes San Francisco like, one of the riskiest bets, which is funny because going into last week's game, I, you know, like Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk, who I, you know, I, I, <laughs> I was a fan growing up because he gave fantastic information that you were able to read when nobody knew about the site and then make yourself sound smarter than you were. But in more recent times, ever since he got signed on NBC, you know, he's just become a kind of a liberal douche, but whatever. That's not neither here nor there. But he sits under the effect of the forty ers were basically gonna mop the floor with anybody that came, you know, again into it. And I, I mean, if the forty ers really are gonna take a downturn based on like one or two injuries and just don't have the ability to come back, that's one of the riskiest teams to back.
0: You know what I mean? Uh yeah, I, I well that's that's why a lot of people are hammering the bills. What's the bills? What's what's the bills? Uh, futures for them that, in the Super Bowl? Yeah, I was just going to look at that. It was it's, thirty to one. It was thirty to one that game before they beat the Chiefs. Past had
1: to have skyrocketed at this point.
0: I, I mean, it must have. But well,
1: let's just go to the futures real quick. Super That's, Bowl. that's
0: who I think everyone's hammering the most right now.
1: I would think so, and that goes back to who was, um, I think it was Nick Costa I mentioned was on WFAN, and he had said that if you liked the Bills, the time to get in on the Bills would have been before that Chief game, right? Right. It was the Chief game, because they were going to get hammered there afterward, and right now, the Bills are plus 1,000, so what were they before that Chiefs game? (laughs) Plus 3,000. Yeah. So now, if you want to know who is in that 3,000 range to try to compare and contrast the bills of now to then, that was two weeks ago, by the way. Right. You're looking at Jaguars plus 3,500, Browns plus 3,500. That's it. And then you have the Lions at plus 1,800, and the Cowboys at plus 1,100. So, I mean, the bills really have skyrocketed. So that was a, you know, I, you've been on big on the Bills all year. You were talking about that. Costas was the one that I'd heard talk about it, and I'm sure there were a, a plenty of other people that had discussed that very fact. But, um, yeah, I just, the 49ers are right now plus 230. So even that loss didn't throw a big, gigantic dent in the armor. However, you know, I just think they look, Infinitely worse with their inability to bounce back at home from a performance like
0: that, and it'll that will skyrocket up if if they play the the Commanders and that game is close. If that's a close game, ain't nobody gonna hop on the Forty Nine er bandwagon at this point.
1: Well, not unless you're already there. You know, I, I mean, again, if you look at the NFC, I just I don't know if there's any team that scares you on the road against San Francisco. I, I mean, maybe the Eagles because they could do some of the things the Ravens do, but the Ravens have an infinitely better defense than the Eagles do, and that would be scary, right? Because I, mm-hmm. that that 49er Ravens game was predicated on turnovers and the ability to capitalize off that. So um, I, I, I think the 49ers would be safe in the NFC, a uh, barring Purdy just, uh, you know, going back into the hole here, but I was just shocked. I, I just, I, again, I, I question, I question what the Purdy deal is. If it's just, he has these stinky shitty games or if it really is just the, the, the roster is functional. So long as everybody's there and there's just zero room for error or injury or any of that shit.
0: Well, you know, who was calling that game? Was it, was it Aikman? Was it Aikman and Buck? That was the Monday night game. Yeah, it was. It was
1: Buck and Aikman because it was Monday night. It was the final game of the week. It, it should have been the greatest game ever, and it was terrible.
0: It was not a. Well, a- watch, Aikman but. said, uh, one of them said it. Maybe it was Buck. One of them said it. Perfect. They were. They were talking about Purdy, and they said, Purdy is your point guard, and all you need him to do is distribute the ball to the playmakers. That's it. That's all you need. That's all you need him to do. Yeah, and that is like a perfect analogy to what he is. He doesn't like. How often do you see outside of Steph Curry, you know? How often in this day and age do you see a point guard really just run the show? Point
1: guard. I mean, he's a he's a two, but whatever. Maybe
0: he He is a two. You're you're right. He's a two, but but he he handles the ball. Yeah, so so he's a one, but you know, he, he.
1: I mean. He's not, remember Steph Murray, Steph Murray, Steph, uh, Steph, uh, Stephon, uh, Starberry,
0: uh, 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 Starberry,
1: what was his, Star, what I, was I, his real, I, uh, holy shit, come on, uh, not Steph Curry, I'm, I'm screwing up all the names here, uh, Stephon Marbury, so, Marbury was, a. Stephon, was it Stephon Marbury? Was it Stephon Marbury? God. Am I screwing this up? No, I'm trying to think of I, I thought he I was I remember awesome, he went to Georgia Tech. Yeah, he was great. Uh, I thought it was Stephon Marbury, no? Oh, my God. Was it that you long could, ago? Could, I, I yeah, Stephon Marbury, dude. Um, yeah. so, but but Stefan Marbury was a one that shot. You know, like, he was a one. He dribbled the ball, yeah. had the ball, you know, did everything, tried to shoot. You know, it was kind of a knock to his game because he was a great scorer, but in that era, it just really didn't work. I, I Curry's not him. You know, Curry's more a two.
0: Isaiah Thomas was a one.
1: Isaiah Thomas was a one. He's probably... Well, you know, they didn't have... They didn't shoot three... I'll give back you a then. better one.
0: I'll give you a better one. They want Purdy to be a John Stockton. John Stockton yes, didn't, didn't, do, didn't do shit other than... I mean, he could if he needed to. Yeah, no, but he He's was just, a distributor,
1: right? That was Carl. But he a was lot. a
0: straight... Right, right.
1: Yeah. Um, I, you know, I just... That could. Be, that's fine. That goes to the game manager argument that everybody has with Purdy. I just when in the small sample size that we've seen Purdy, I just don't think he's a game manager. I think he's more than that. I think he can make plays, which is why it's baffling when he plays so shitty in these four contests this year. That it was like, goddamn, you know. I mean, everybody has a bad game, but he, those four bad games were like bad games. You know, and then it does question, maybe he is just a game manager.
0: Maybe it I is. Mean, he's a kid. He's also a kid, man. He's got a long ways to go. He's young. He's young as shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is basically his second year, right? And he didn't go into last year being the starter. You know, he got elevated to the starter, and then he and then he ran with it. Uh So. But anyway, that was uh, the events of last week and the pseudo Super Bowl, which, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe it gets there. I mean, the Ravens looked good. The, the Ravens looked... Better than I think that they've played in the recent past, and if they can control a game like that, I I think really tough to beat, especially in the in the AFC. And if they get home field, like forget it. You know, I mean, who who is going to push them in the playoffs? It's not going to be Kansas City. Kansas, I, I, just Kansas don't, City's I don't,
0: I don't think they have the. I don't think they have enough on offense and I think they really are leaning heavy on Lamar Jackson so it's one of those things where if Lamar Jackson has a bad game they lose right that's just that's just how it's gone all year long yeah
1: that's kind of but can't you say that about any quarterback I understand what you're saying. There's a, there's a huge reliance on him outside of just being a quarterback because he is a gigantic contributor to the run game as well.
0: Right. I mean, you, you could say if Josh Allen has a bad game, that team's not going to win, but that's not true. Like, they have how much talent on that team? You could say uh, – you could probably say it about Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes plays bad, that team ain't Oh, going. that team's
1: done, yeah. I mean, he, the, the the, anything that's happening with that team right now is because of Patrick Mahomes.
0: So yeah, they're just they're, 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 he has a ba- which by the way he's not even having that bad of a year. It's just to com- comparatively speaking to how good he's been for so long. Well, I it's give... it's qu- continue sorry. Quite, it's, it's quite incredible. I mean how how good he's been. It's 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 almost it's unfathomable. Like you can't keep up that pace. He's just it's too good.
1: Well. I think that you could keep keep up with that pace, but you're not going to keep up with that pace if the g m gives
0: you shit to work with oh yeah, he's got nothing you know he's got no, he, he's got nothing around him,
1: and not to rehash conversations past, but again, if you get rid of Hill and then you're going to put somebody else in there, uh, they've got to be at least comparable you know I, I think they really thought again
0: we've talked about this hey, they won a Super Bowl without it.
1: Well, they did, right. And I, I, I think they really wanted a what's-his-face to take that. Because there is Tony to take that place. And Tony was complete. That guy is just junk. Um, yeah, he's garbage. But I don't think Kansas City, I think if there, anybody gives the Ravens a run, maybe the Dolphins. But the Dolphins would have. are going to they're gonna have to do that on the road.
0: They're and, not going to do that. They're not going to do that this week.
1: Well, no, I don't. I don't think so. I'm surprised. Well, we'll get to that game because it's one of the two. We'll just do two games this week, and then uh, get to the rest
0: of the lineup. Yeah, we but, should hop right into that. Let's get let's get into that game because uh, that's that's a that's an intense game. It
1: is a good game. Let me get one more one more topic conversation before we bounce into the games. There was a a Twitter uh, feed that went off or spat. It was some kid I've never heard of him. Kurt P- Kurt Benkirk. Who I guess he played a quarterback in the NFL at some point, and he wrote a big thing about the benching of uh, what's his face of Jamar uh, uh, Russell, and writing to this kind of that like the NFL was on the take, and that. Uh, You know, NFL and NFLPA should get involved. And it had huge gambling implications. And it showed gambling's influence on the NFL. And it's just... It was a crazy take. And here's what he wrote. This was Russell Wilson details how the Broncos asked him during the bye week to remove the injury guarantee. And that if he didn't, that he'd be benched for the rest of the year. So this... That's the Russell Wilson Wilson thing. That's the Russell Wilson thing. So this dude, Kurt Benkert, writes... NFL and NFLPA involved. Think of all the money the NFL takes in gambling sponsorships, and part of those available bets are towards season outcomes, total wins, etc. How is it legally okay to deliberately tank by pulling a healthy player from future outcomes unrelated to this season while still in contention for the playoffs? Question mark. Even more importantly, none that of this was disclosed for mon- Let me just finish. Even more importantly, none of this was disclosed for months. Now think about it. The human nature of it. We've been bitching about Sean Payton's super passive play call in the past few months, running the ball more than normal, throwing more screens, etc., All things that in hindsight can be attributed to not trying to win games, but instead trying to keep a player safe because it would save the owner millions of dollars. When the incentive of the coach isn't to win, what is it? What does it say about everything behind the scenes of the game that is accepting billions in gambling sponsorships? The integrity of the game is at stake if you ask me. Players get suspended for betting on non-football things within the facility, but coaches and owners can deliberately change the outcome of a season by manipulating how you use a player for financial gain, which ultimately hurts the team's chance to win games week over week. This is what we are dealing with in all of this. There are deeper indications than just a coach not wanting a quarterback to be his guy. If it walks like a duck, you know the rest. So I thought that was such a fucking horrendous take.
0: It's, it's, it's a, it's a horrible take. It has it's nothing awful. to do with what's got. It's nothing to do with what's going on. What, what's going on is, is that Russell Wilson was offered a specific amount of money with his own personal office inside of the Denver Broncos organization. He accepted that contract with the guaranteed money clause in it, knowing very good and well that if the time came that he was going to be cut, he could be cut after two or three years, and he could be benched because of that injury clause. It has nothing to do with the ownership. They're actually the ones who put the contract in front of him Russell Wilson signed that contract knowing good and well what could happen. And now we're today where they're not going to play him anymore. So what? Move the fuck on.
1: Yeah, that's a bit business as usual. I agree 100%. The part of that take that I don't agree with, can't stand and think is junk, is that there is gambling implications to this and that there could be I don't know, an obligation to play your best players because of the gambling sponsorships taken, right? No. The gambling existed before it'll exist after. Should they end all of gambling on NFL legally in the United States or sports in general, it'll still be bet illegally, and the teams will go about all of their business the exact same way. The exact same way. Gambling has nothing to do with this, and from the books' standpoint, the operators, if there's something nefarious, right, and this happens with injuries. It's not nefarious, but it's something that happens after the start of the game. If there is an injury early on or even late, and there's a bunch of money on a player prop, the books usually end up refunding all of those bets because they're like, you know what, this isn't fair. And we don't want to take all your money on a bullshit outcome, right? They do yeah. that all the time. So if, yeah. if this was a thing where, you know, it ended up like, oh, my God, you know, the, the Broncos can't win this now because, you know, they, they screwed all of their fans and all of these bets. I mean, I don't think the books would do it, but the books could, if it was really, really bad, just refund all the tickets. I I just, I couldn't understand the the gambling implication of this at all. It was so dumb. There's none. There's none whatsoever. And there's no obligation for any team to do anything. You know, and I don't know the NFL bylaws. Maybe it says you got to be. But if they put him out there and he gets hurt and it screws up their cap in future seasons, isn't that a fucking factor? Right? Wouldn't you, as a fan, as a as a, a paying Broncos fan, want them to consider the the future couple of years and not bury yourself in in cap hell if he gets hurt? Like that's a consideration. I mean,
0: democracy, freedom of of speech. Man, the kid just wanted to share his bullshit.
1: Well, freedom of speech. I'm not sure. Anyway, um, but yeah, that that was the most recent take, and I just the gambling aspect, especially since as we talk about it all the time, like. The fuck does gambling have to do with that at all? You know, and somebody else wrote that Peyton's fucking kid works for uh, FanDuel or something. And I was like, oh, now we're really grasping. That wasn't that person. That was somebody in the re- in the responses. But it was like, it was crazy. And then J- Jeff Schwartz, the old NFL lineman, uh, ex-NFL lineman. I don't know if he's old or not. I mean, old's kind of a you know, fucking, I'm old as shit. But, um but he then wrote and, and pushed back on it and then it was like they just went on you know tweet after tweet after tweet so anyway um, let's get back to the, gr- the grind here we will I, I'll just give you our stats real quick and then we'll just go into the games we'll do the two games and then the rest uh, so let's fly because we're up on the clock here
0: first down, first down. <laughs>
1: So this one, like I said, is going to be quick as shit as we're going to try to get into these games and wrap this up because we've got shit going on and I don't even know how many people are going to listen to this. Anyway, so uh, I went 9-5 last week. You went 5-9. and nine. You still got me uh, on the year. And the other one I'll give you is the dogs versus the favorites. Last week ran completely different than weeks past. It was a huge dog week. They won 10-4. to 4 over the favorites, but usually at 10, and they're hitting at about 78% a clip, 78% a clip, they only got five. So only five of those dogs ended up winning, which is way, way, way under what uh, their performance has been over the rest of the season. Uh, how the Sharps tickets and money do, I, they all did pretty bad with the exception of money. The, the Sharps were 4-8, and eight, tickets were 4-9, and then the money was eight and six. So uh, I had a good week, but doesn't salvage fucking anything because the year has been really bad for me. Uh, and, and again, uh, once again, with the gambling last week, uh, as I lost everything. And the one bet I didn't bet was the, the one that I picked that was right. It was a tease that I liked, but I it was terrible money. It was basically like. Two and a half times your money. And I was like, ah, I want to do something else. And then that one hit and everything else lost. Uh,
0: I don't know. How did you end up doing? Did you hit anything last week, if I remember? Yeah, I hit a, I hit, a, I hit, a couple. Um, I hit my 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 picks. I put my money line straight back. the money my, line was Arizona, was it not? No, it was Baltimore.
1: Oh, that's right. You wrote me and you said it was Baltimore. I, I, I put it on air as Arizona. You text me after yeah I, I sent you... I sent you, you sent me old the text template. message. Yeah, but I I had already recorded yeah. the show. So again, live that, on tech. Yeah. That's so, what
0: it is. I know that and then I had Miami with the spread at one and a half. So I hit those two. Um But Buffalo the, my, was no my,
1: good, right? Buffalo was no good. Cincinnati, Minnesota no good. So those are your money no. on the parlays.
0: Yeah. You yeah, know, I and the teaser I got fucked because Kansas City lost to uh the Raiders.
1: Yeah, my the tease that I had was uh, was basically the underdogs. It was the Giants, the Patriots, and uh, who was the last one? There was uh, the Chargers, and that one hit. Nothing else did. Uh, again, I was uh, I was big in the Chiefs, big in the Miami. Miami pushed, and then Kansas City fucking outright lost to your Raiders. God, man, that that fucking Raiders defense is actually really good. Um, if anything, that Raiders defense is uh, worth a handshake right there. They they perform well.
0: They also really play well against.
1: Yeah, division the, rivalry.
0: And all division right. rival. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, so anyway, we'll go into the games this week. We'll talk about the big two. One is tonight. Well, you want to do which ones? Do you want to do? Obviously, the one that we definitely have to get in there is yeah tonight be, in the Baltimore game. Yeah, for sure. tonight in the those Baltimore game. Those, games, right? are, the those best. are the two. So all right, let it fire away. Second down. Second down. So, as we said, tonight's game, which I don't know, is it is it considered the Monday night game? It's a Saturday night game because there is no Monday yeah, night game. Yeah, it's mo- it's Monday night football. It's Monday night football, but it's on Saturday night. So, fuck it, we'll fire so, it away. Right. We'll, we'll yep. uh, come on, give me the goddamn theme song. There Play we it. go.
0: Dun 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 dun.
1: So, atch- Cowboy Stadium which uh, what is it what is the Cowboy Stadium I can't believe I fucking forgot it come on Chris
0: Um, where do they play AT&T Stadium right AT&T Stadium AT&T
1: Stadium
0: AT&T AT&T is such garbage
1: (laughs) yeah does anybody what does AT&T do now
0: only people down here in Florida the only people I know that have AT&T
1: yeah I don't I don't know anybody that has AT&T
0: they own that shit down here. Uh, do they? Yeah, not up here. So anyway,
1: at ATT Stadium, it will be the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Detroit Lions. Cowboys favored by six. The over-under is 52 and a half. This game, along with all the games that we were talk about, the Lions are all compliments of DraftKings. And we're pulled about, I don't know, it's 2.30 right now. We're pulled about, uh, I don't know, maybe an hour, hour ago, give or take. So always check your books for the most recent line action. But anyway, uh, Cowboys here have are, are battling, uh, you know, a, a little bit of a bad stretch. Uh, they have not looked good in the past two uh, the Bills you know, really thumped them. Uh, you know their offense is not looking good. Prescott kind of looks shitty. Uh, and then you have the Lions, who I don't know. They they look good at times, and then they don't. It really depends on golf. No, I mean you get good golf,
0: bad golf. I I don't I don't foresee them winning tonight. I I just don't. Well, so, I do believe that they're going to try and run. They're going to try and run their way to a a victory tonight. They're going to try and control it. It Dallas has just got this thing at home, man. They're just completely different game Uh, team. They're they're just hundred percent different. It's it's miraculous. And I said this to you last week or two weeks ago when they were playing the Bills. Was that last week when they go? No, it was two Two weeks ago.
1: ago. Yeah, you
0: yeah. We're like going going outside to play the Bills was just like money in the bank in my mind and they come home and all of a sudden they're like the greatest show on turf, like the Rams, like the old school Rams. And I just, I don't know how Detroit's going to be able to maintain like they Goff's going to get hit numerous times. And this game sets up perfect for those screen passes to Gibbs, those, those little screen passes to uh, a slant to uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. And those, that's, that's how they're going to have to win. That with, with running with Montgomery and Gibbs. Like if they can't, if they can't control the, the game that way, they're not going to get those deep passes. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, well, if you
1: yeah. look, look at the Lions over, I don't know, it looks like, the, like they're past 10, right? If you want to go over their past five, they're three and two. With losses at home versus the Packers, right? That that was a crazy game because that was the game where they just went down early and then they fought back, but it wasn't enough. Then they beat the Saints, but then they lose to the Bears, uh, in Chicago and looked terrible doing so. But then yeah, they both go, division rivals, both division rivals. That's fine, right? But the Packers game was awful. Packers game kind of played out like the 49 ers Ravens game where you know the the Packers went up big. Well, the Ravens didn't really go up big. It was just San Francisco kept giving them, you know. Balls on the other side, interceptions, pause, um, And the Packers, you know, they went out early with points. So the Packers beat them. The Saints, uh, well, the Saints lost, right, to so the Lions. Let's just go back to the saying it the Lions way. Lions lose to the Packers. They win versus the Saints. They lose versus the Bears, like you said, division rivalries. And then you get a win at home versus the Broncos, 42-17, terrible. And then they go on the road and they win that Vikings game last week where the Vikings could have won that game. I mean, there really was that. But, so, I don't know what to, you know, really make of them. And then you go back behind that Packers game, and they, you know, they, they beat the Raiders, they beat the Chargers, and they beat the Bears, you know, earlier in the season. So, you know, down the stretch here, you're looking at a 6-2 and two over their past eight, but a less impressive 3-2 and two over their past five. But, I don't know, what's le- what's less impressive? You know, their kind of five-game performance or the Cowboys – who you know were rocking and rolling and then just you know it was Tankeroo uh let
0: me see I'm I'm tr- my sorry my computer's freezing here I was looking at their now, what are you I looking to look for? at their c- conference record or non division record so outside their division what what is their record
1: oh uh well you look up that I'll just go through the, the Cowboys were rocking and rolling going to that game versus the Bills Right, so they were 5-0 and going into that five-game win streak. They lost the Bills on the road, and then they had to go and face Miami, and they lost that game last week, 22-20. to So, you know, I mean, they probably they looked better than I w- would give them credit for in that Dolphins game. I, I didn't think that they were going to be competitive in that game. Uh, Dolphins actually were my pick of the week, and then they only won by two, so that was a push. Um, and I-, I, I'll give... Cowboys a little bit of credit for staying in that game. I didn't think they like good. I think that was a function more of the Dolphins not looking um at their like peak
0: performance. But you know, so I don't know. Like they're they're 9 and 2. They're 9 and 2 outside their division.
1: You're talking about the Lions or the Cowboys? The Lions. The Lions. So, I mean, yeah. All right. So and they've got—I forget how many lost in the—you know, five or whatever, whatever their fucking record is. Um, so you know they're good outside the conference. That was conference yeah, or division? Good. It's conference, right?
0: That's—I'm that's, sorry—outside their division. Outside
1: the division, okay.
0: Yeah, outside their division, they are—they're nine two, which is really good. And and the, the thing is, is that you're looking at the 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 Cowboys as a team that's ten and five, seven and zero at home.
1: Yeah, right. Well, I mean, that's everybody's point, is that this game's at home, and look. Yeah. They're playing the Lions, who are a good team, and the Lions are six-point fucking dogs here on the road.
0: They haven't lost. The Cowboys, I, I heard some stat on the radio. They haven't lost at Dallas Stadium since, like, 2019 or 2018. Like, they've been undefeated at home for like three years? Is that like that's factual? I, I don't know I don't, because I, I haven't I deep dive on it. I didn't look it. In, I didn't look into it. I didn't do a deep dive either. But uh, I mean, even if it's two years, like that's incredible in the NFL. To yeah, go that, would that be. long, with, like without losing. I'm um, I'm sure people
1: have talked about it if that was the case. I just I haven't been tuned with the holidays and everything. I haven't been tuned in and listening to podcasts nearly as much uh, as I did. And you know, usually little facts and tidbits like that, they get shared amongst the podcast. So it's an easy way if you, if you listen to a lot of content to keep up, you know, with uh, what's going on because otherwise you got to go on your own and do all the research. And uh, I mean, I, I definitely don't have time for that anymore. Uh, I just haven't been listening to content either because of the holidays. So uh, let's see, uh, you know, Cowboys home record here. Let's see if that pulls something up and see if there's some kind of crazy, quick, uh, I don't know, I'll go to news. Uh, with the, in the Yeah, past. see, this is it
0: says they had four. Oh no, no, no. they had one loss last time. They lost was la, was they were eight and one last year at home.
1: Okay, here's so your. It was. Here's what you want. It, it's the fifteen game home winning streak. That's what they have right it, now.
0: Fifteen game home winning streak. That's really good.
1: Yeah, it's fantastic. Right? I mean and that's everybody's point, is that they're a different team home than
0: away, and that's explained in the line, which is six. Oh, the Bucks beat them. Tom Brady beat them. Oh no, 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 no. That was Yeah, Tom Brady beat them on opening night last year. It's remember? be last year sometime.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean opening night. O- opening night. night. About right, right. Opening night, yeah. Sixteen games, yeah. eight home, eight away. Well, seventeen games now, right? So but
0: do it the old school way, eight home, eight away. Yep. They haven't lost since opening night last year.
1: Yeah. And it doesn't seem like anybody thinks they're going to lose tonight either because if you go to the stats currently and all, if I give any kind of sharps, ticket, money, all of those stats are coming compliments of the Action Network app. And right now Dallas has got 59% of the tickets and 69% (laughs) of the money. So I imagine if you pull it up, the sharps will probably be leaning that way too. So, which would make it a trifecta game, which kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies. Uh, and there is no sharp lean right now, so it's either split or there's just not. But whatever. So, you know, money and the tickets both think the Cowboys. Six is a lot of points, though. No.
0: I. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think so I, I mean I'm, I took Dallas I took I, Dallas I, as well I,
1: just, I took Dallas as well because I think this is one of those spots where they need a little bit of a comeback here they it's not like they just lost to two joke teams they lost to the fucking Bills, who are on a tear and they lost to the Dolphins who could be the one seed in AFC and now they're coming back playing a Lions team that let's be honest you know it, it, golf is just as likely to have a decent game as he is to have a fucking stink fest. Yep. And, you know, if this is the typical get-right game, this would be the spot where they probably, you know, blow the doors off a little bit on the
0: Lions. But they 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 are going to, uh, unfortunately... Well, I, I shouldn't say unfortunately. For fantasy speaking... Unfortunately, unfortunately. What do you care? You're not well, a fucking for, Cowboy
1: or a Lions fan.
0: No, I should say, unfortunately... For the Detroit Lions, who are looking, who can still get the number one seed in the NFC, they have to go there. Fortunately, for me, fantasy speaking, I would prefer it to be a blowout so that Amon Ross St. Brown gets 20 targets.
1: Uh, Here we go. If anybody wants to know, uh, my brother has made the fucking fantasy football finals in uh, his own league. He beat me. It wasn't even a fucking contest, so uh, whatever. Fuck off. Don't care about you. Sorry about that.
0: I I didn't say a word to you about that.
1: (laughs) It wasn't even. But I I called it. I said next week I'll, I'll be lucky to crack 100, and what did I get, 105?
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, dude, I, I beat you by a hundred points. It's, yeah, it, it wasn't
1: even close. And the week before, my team went off, and I had a but, b- buck eighty something. Everybody scored twenty points. It was, it was beautiful. And it was like, I don't know, I- I'm gonna have to get this again. I-, I was not feeling good. I didn't think it was going to be such a thorough ass kicking, which started on the first game of the week when fucking Puanakuta, uh who hadn't P- Puka Nukua, Putin. Well, whatever, fucking. Uh, Punt my balls. Pause, and he went off on Thursday night and scored thirty plus points when he had occasionally scored twenty or he scored six. Like it was, it was unbelievable. It was like, man, this is not going up. It is not going anywhere at this point. This is going.
0: I up. mean, at least, at least you know you lost to like like I, I was the best team in the league all year.
1: Yeah, my team was shit. I just was on an okay tear, and I had potential. The only thing about my team was that I had potential, and I picked up Chandler, who was a, a great pickup in that spot. I needed. Points. I knew he wasn't
0: going to do shit.
1: Well, I mean, you you know, you didn't know that the week before when he scored twenty and change, but um, I hey, yeah, I
0: started him the week before in another week, but you, how about this one? I ran all the numbers in both our leagues to see who is high score each week. You want to guess who had the most high scores in your, in your league?
1: Oh, I haven't done that yet because I got to pay everybody there 25 bucks, but I have no clue. Was it you? Is that what you want me to say? Was it, was it you again? No,
0: it it, it wasn't me.
1: Uh, I don't know. Chris Ducey.
0: Nope. Fro.
1: Oh, uh wow. Yeah, well he's going to want his money as, as soon as he wins or loses.
0: I think he had five he, I think it was five high scores. Yeah, uh, well that's a buck
1: 25 right there, so he'll want his buck 25 plus whatever uh he gets tomorrow. So uh but yeah, I mean he invested oh, heavily. Oh fuck, is he playing is he playing Robbie? Yeah, the finals
0: is Parsons and uh oh, fuck. In Infro. Fro. Oh, I hope he gets, I hope Robbie smokes him.
1: Yeah. So anyway, uh, we were talking about, we went really deep here with personal fantasy. But anyway, the point of that was just that my brother blew my doors off thanks to uh, Puka and the Kua and the Tua and the Rams, and uh, that's the way it went. But anyway, uh, let's get back to this Cowboys-Lions game. Cowboys by six. I'm going to take them. I, I think that this is a, a get-right game for them. I, you know, I think we might see a bad golf. I'm not saying that they can't. The one thing that scares me, six points is a lot. I don't like taking, you know, a team against the Lions in six, but, you know, very capable to tank this game.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I think Dallas is going to smoke them. Yeah. So, all right,
1: uh, next up we are going to travel over to Baltimore where the Ravens are going to be playing, if last week was a Super Bowl, this is the AFC title game. I mean, the the Ravens are going at it here as they are going to be hosting the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, the Dolphins played the Cowboys last week. So you are getting the best teams against each other toward the end of the season here, which – is solid. It just... The games haven't played out super well. Hopefully this game will be different. The Ravens right now are three-point favorites at home. The over-under is 46.5. I was a little surprised. I mean, look, the Dolphins are good. I, I was a little surprised that the spread wasn't more. I kind of thought it might have been like a three and a half, 4 3, I thought, was a little light, but... You know, that's just me. Uh, Right now, the tickets are are in favor of the Ravens 55%, and 55% also is where the money pool is at. The Sharps also have Baltimore. So here you go. There is the trifecta. So that all said, look, the Ravens have looked good. I think that their biggest Achilles heel is going to be going down multiple scores and then having to play from behind and lean into Lamar Jackson and his passing ability because I do think he's awful downfield. I mean, sometimes he just flat-out misses. Sometimes in tight games, those could turn into turnovers. I, I think there's a lot of risk there. Uh, you know, Raven fans, are like, ah, oh, you're a fucking asshole. You don't know what you're talking about. So there are people that will definitely push against that.
0: They could defend him all they want. He, he can't he, – he's not – a. a... He's not like this pocket passer. He he's not, not a pocket passer, he's, I, but he's not he's dysfunctional. Done. He's a fucking really good quarterback. But yeah, he's fine. But I, he's, uh, he's 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 short lived for sure. I mean he he, he he's going to be good these next couple of years, and then he's done. His career's done. I I think that's probably
1: the biggest question: is how long do you think of a window you have for the Ravens and Lamar? Because Four years. Yeah, a four from here, right? 30, right? 30 is probably going to be...
0: 30 is going to be his cap, just like Russell Wilson. 31, he'll be done.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, once his legs start to go and he's not able to turn out the same kind of yardage on the ground, then it becomes, all right, so now you got to do it purely in the pocket, right? Or at least you're not going to have the same ability to extend plays,
0: uh, well, we just, we, ten, we, you know. Right, we know exactly how it's going to play out. He's going he's gonna to tear up his knee. He's going to tear up his Achilles. He's going to tear up something, and then eventually he'll come back. He'll get hurt again. He won't be able to play. Baltimore cut him. Just what's going to happen?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think they're probably pot committed to him until like he's really, really bad, <laughs> dude. They rode fucking Flacco all the way to the end. They're going to ride. They're going to ride Lamar Jackson for sure. Um. No, we'll, see. We'll, well, see. we'll see. But anyway, so the Ravens here are the trifecta bet. It's only three. You know, I. I The Dolphins are going to have to make this a track meet. I mean, they're they're that's the way that they're built. They're built like the old school '70s Raiders, speed kills, all that shit. Where they they're looking to get Tyreek out. You know, in the open, get him big bombs. Uh, Waddle, is Waddle going to play this week? I haven't looked at today. No, he's out. Deal, he's out. So he's done. Um. You know, so they're going to be doing it a little shorthanded. You know, they, they have Mostert, you know, A-Chain isn't really the same uh, since he came back from injury. Uh, what was He's his- fine. They
0: just, they won't let him, they, they're not going to get, they're not going to let him be what he needs to be uh, until Mostert's gone. I don't, I don't know
1: about, I don't, I don't think McDaniel cares, man. McDaniel right now is like the it coach. Like it was Campbell in the beginning of the season, but now it's all McDaniel.
0: Yeah, everybody loves him down here because he's sober.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, you were talking about that. Was he a big drinker? But he wasn't an alcoholic. He just stopped drinking.
0: He was no. He was an alcoholic. He was really, really bad.
1: Oh, so he, he did say he was an alcoholic, and so now he's. Sober. Oh yeah,
0: his yeah his family got his family got involved, and his his wife got involved. Oh, I didn't know yard. he was
1: a full blown addict
0: yeah he yeah he had to like he had like face life in like twenty eighteen he like got cut or cut he got fired from some job as a coach and his family was like it's time that you Get your shit together! Wow, he was seven. seven That's years. not that
1: long ago. I'm surprised I didn't know that. 20, but twenty seventeen,
0: something like that.
1: Yeah. I lost my fastball in my older age. I I don't do do as nearly as much research as I probably should, especially if I I really value the fucking podcast and I wanted to do something. But uh, you know, so be it. So, uh, so here, I don't know. I I like the Ravens and I like that three points.
0: And I yeah, I, t- I took it. They're my best bet of the week.
1: Are they your best bet of the week? I think they made. I think I made them my best bet as well. Where's my sheet? Yeah, Baltimore 3 is my best bet. So uh, the two of us you know, right on point with each other there. So I'll put you in here as I know your best bet. I'll put Baltimore minus 3. Yeah, because I just think that this isn't – I have trouble seeing the Dolphins on the road against that defense, which is playing really well, keeping up with this. I think 2 is – Probably going to be pushed into mistake land if Baltimore can keep the pressure up like they have in weeks past.
0: It's going to be really, really tough without Tyreek. Might Tyreek's very good and he changes games, but if they don't have like Cedric Wilson and uh, fuck, who's the other guy? Um, damn it! Who's their other receiver? Who? They're four. Waddle. No, 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 no. Waddle's out. Who's their for? Yeah, no, I don't know uh, what you're talking
1: about. Are you talking about just I, regardless, just on their roster?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, their wide receiver four. Like, Cedric Wilson's their, their three. I know Robbie Anderson's in there somewhere. He's like the five. Robbie Anderson's on
1: that fucking team?
0: No. Yeah.
1: There's no Miami where's, yeah. where's their depth chart here? I'm just going to pull it up.
0: Um, yeah, he, he's, on, he's on their team.
1: Well, no, I, I, I know Wilson, I know Waddle, and I know Hill. Uh, yeah, they have
0: they're four. Uh, is, Braxton I'll,
1: Berrios, Chase Claypool. Bar- yeah,
0: Claypool. Does Claypool Barrios. even? Does he? Does he still suit? I don't think so. I, it's, You're it's talking Barrios. about Berrios. Bar- yeah, Berrios. Yeah, yeah. He's the one that like between Berrios and Wilson, they're going to need to relieve some sort of pressure from Hill because Hill can't. Hill's not going to be able to win this game on his own. This could actually be a huge a chain game. Because Mostert's only good when that team's winning, and he's banged up, man. That injury, that shit looked horrible last week. Well, you know what? Another
1: knock to the Dolphins here, and and uh, head scratching why the spread is only three and not higher than that. You know, their entire right side of the line is also banged up, right? Right and side, I, their whole, their whole, their whole line. Right. Is well, banged well, up. last week. They were all out, like, Tuesday and Wednesday before they came back and and actually got some practice time in. And uh, let me just pull up the injury report here. I'm pretty sure one of them was doubtful, right, whether it was Hunt or Jackson, uh, the guard or the tackle. And, yeah, so the center is questionable, Eichenberg, and then Hunt is the one that's doubtful. So their guard is doubtful, and then Jackson, the tackle, is questionable. So, you know, again, you're you're going up against a Raven team on the road with a banged up line without your number 2 wide receiver and the team is just purely built for playmaking and speed. You know, the Dolphins are built to beat the Chiefs. They're not built to beat the Ravens.
0: Uh yeah, that's true. Uh you know who I would say you know I'd say is built built to beat the Ravens would have been I the Eagles, but Oh, they. well, I'm talking about
1: in-conference.
0: Oh, yeah, okay.
1: In-conference, the Bills. Bills, yeah, that's your team, man. That's exactly who, you know. Bills, Ravens, neutral field, what do you make the spread?
0: Bills, minus two and a half.
1: Whoa, really? Yeah. Neutral field, you're making the Bills a favorite,
0: huh? Minus two and a half, for sure. Oh, uh, I mean, I think I, I think it would be. All right, we're we're talking we're talking like full full roster. Yeah, like I, I, full, like, like no no injuries, no nothing.
1: No, just just make both the rosters healthy, and they're going. Like, yeah, Mark
0: Mark Andrews is back. Matt Milano's back.
1: Oh wow, okay. I I probably would say you know Ravens three, Ravens two and a half, something like that. I, 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 I would have so. the Ravens on the on, on the positive on the uh, favorite side there.
0: I don't I don't think I would. I think I at, at this point the way that Buffalo has just destroyed people the past who do, who is the last shit man? We're running really long here. All right, well, um, whatever. We'll just fly through the
1: games. Right, so screw it. We'll do that for next game. But you like the Bills more than the Ravens on a neutral field. You make them the uh, you'd make them the favorite. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. I I would not. I I would have it the other way around. But regardless, we're talking Ravens-Dolphins here. I'm going to take the Ravens in the minus three. You're going to take the Ravens minus three. That is our best bet for the week. And then we'll just fly down the rest of the games here for third down. So here we go. Oh, come on. I turned the goddamn pot down. And so, again, live on tape. I'm not changing it. Here we go again. Third
0: down. Third
1: down. All right, so here we go. We will start out with the Rams at the Giants. Rams favored by six. Over-under is 43.5. I took the Giants. I took the Rams. You took the Rams. You took the Rams there. Okay. Uh, I, thought, I just thought it was too many points. Uh, Eagles hosting the Cardinals. Eagles favored by big points here. 12 points at home. 48 is the over-under. Uh, I took the Cardinals.
0: Ah, uh, it's a lot of points. I know, but I, I, I have faith in Philly. I think they're going to smoke that team. Yeah, I know. Especially I had tru- with with no Kyler Murray, dude. What are they going to do? I had it's tr- at Philly. I know.
1: I had trouble too. I the twelve points. I don't know. I, the Cardinals have just been, you know, they, they fought a little bit. The the Ram, the Eagles' defense hasn't been great. I, don't know, I just thought it was
0: too many points. It was the only if, reason. If Murray plays that game, you, you're going to see a dramatic, probably the biggest swing all year in spread if my replace Yeah,
1: I mean, quarterback, but I I feel you. I'm with you. Uh, next game's in in Washington. Commanders, 13.5 point home dogs. Two of the 49ers coming off of that awful loss to the Ravens. 49.5 is the over-under, which is crazy. I, that's a lot of points for a Commanders team. I, you know, I don't know what the hell they're doing right now.
0: But uh, who are you going to take here? I took the 49ers. I'd actually take the over, though, because I think the 49ers are probably going to drop 40 on them. Jeez, I mean, it's just, that's a lot of
1: points. Is it? I think it might be the most points of the week. Uh, No, the Cowboys Lions game was 52.5. So, but this is the second highest point total. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Commanders, I just have no faith in them, but I, you know, I haven't been right on the Commanders at all this year, along with a ton of teams. I've had a bad year. Uh, Anyway, so I'm going to take the 49ers as well with you. (laughs) Next game, Bills hosting the Patriots. Bills favored by 14 points. Uh, I was up in the air with this one. What did you end up doing?
0: Uh, I was I I actually was up in the air too because regardless of how bad the Patriots are they they f- they always fight yeah, teams the vi- in AFC the division East
1: game fourteen points
0: their defense is okay it's so many points it's a lot but of it's points. at up bu- but it's at Buffalo yeah I know that's that's where they're getting the fourteen from I I took Buffalo but so I'm I. not. I'm not confident on that at all.
1: Yeah, so did I. I thought that if this is a if this is going to be a Bill Belichick in New England send off, I am sure that the Bills would like to just wipe his nose in it too.
0: Oh my God, smoke him!
1: So if they were going to step up for a game, you know this would be the spot. Uh, anyway, uh, Tampa Bay is the next stop on the train ride. They are going to be facing off against the Saints. They're favored by two and a half at home. 42-and-a-half is the over-under here. Uh, are you going to take uh, the resurgent Baker Mayfield here or what?
0: No. I'm going to take New Orleans.
1: Ah, shit. I took Baker here, man. I, I, I've, been, I've been right with Baker uh, over the past couple of games. I'm I've just... been
0: wrong. Yeah, I've been wrong with Tampa.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know the Saints. I I don't know what to make of that fucking team. Uh, they, you know, Carr. I'm, I'm done with Carr. So give give me the ball. If, if
0: if if Olave's there, that team's totally different. If Olave's not playing or whatever, they're they're just they're a better team. They're they're actually a decent team when all of their weapons are healthy, including fucking Derek Carr. I I don't
1: know. You got more faith in them than I do. Indianapolis hosting your Raiders. Uh, Colts favored by four. Raiders coming off that big win against Kansas City. 42-and-a-half is the over-under in this one. Uh, I took the Raiders.
0: I did, too. Yeah, I'm surprised it's four. I thought it would be a pick'em.
1: I thought it would be two-and-a-half, maybe. I, three tops. Four is just way too many points. The Colts, you know, I don't know. The, the Minshew story is fun, but he's also terrible at times, too. So Houston will be the next spot that we go. Texans, Titans. Texans favored by four at home here. Forty-three and a half is the over/under. Uh, who are you going to take here? Titans have just not performed well
0: here. Yeah, I I, I took Houston. Uh, C.J. Stroud's coming back. Tight. Is this game at Houston? This game is at Houston, unless I'm wrong. Yeah, correct me. Shh. No, I I no. You're right. I think yeah. you're right. Okay. Well, I screwed that is, up. What,
1: week four, week five, when I went into the big diatribe and I had the teams completely reversed. It was lying yeah. somebody.
0: Stroud is remarkably better at home.
1: Yeah, and he's coming back. You know, I mean he yeah. hasn't been there. Now he's back. So give us both the Titans. So next one's gonna be a stinker. Panthers, Jaguars, Jaguars without horse face. He's gonna be on the bench. Jaguar still favored by four here 36 and a half is the over under that is the lowest point total of the week uh I you know can you take the Jags you, you know without Lawrence
0: I don't know this game sucks Jags I took the Jags
1: yeah I took the, I took the Panthers I'm not taking the Jags the Jags have not been impressive at all <laughs> Bears Falcons this game in Chicago Bears favored by two and a half over the Falcons. Uh, which I thought was a surprise. I guess it ends up being a half point to the Falcons. If you take away home field advantage, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, 38 is the over under. Do you want the bears in the two and a half? Or do you want the Falcons who are fighting for a playoff berth here?
0: Bears, baby.
1: Yeah. I went with the bears as well. That'll pu- push us into the four o'clock games, which are fucking stinkfests. I guess uh, Seattle Pittsburgh in Seattle is Okay. Uh, Seahawks three and a half versus the Steelers. Steelers going with Mason Rudolph. Forty-one is the over/under. You take Tomlin on the road here, or do you think that Carroll can get it done?
0: No, I took I took actually, I took Pittsburgh. I don't. So mean, did I? I I just I like Seattle. I I they have so many pieces to be really good next year. They just I I just don't see them.
1: This is like the Tomlin spot for me. Like, I'm not a a gigantic Tomlin fan because for all the years that he has been, you know, at the helm of Pittsburgh, you know, you have one Super Bowl, which you could probably turn around and point to Holmgren and say it was his guys.
0: You hate that,
1: dude. Well, this team... Well, I just think, you know, Pittsburgh fans, at what point are you just kind of like, yeah, this is okay, but it's just fucking not enough? Right? Like... Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just... He always produces above average, which is great. It's just it above average is what you get. But in a game like this, I think that's probably more dependable than Seattle, who, you know, it's just been such a weird year for Seattle. Kudos to Carroll for getting what he did out of that team. Uh, but I'm going to take Pittsburgh with you here uh, at the uh, 4 o'clock game. <laughs> Chiefs-Bengals. This game's actually okay. Uh, you know, it's got implications to it. Uh, Chiefs favored by 6.5, 44 is the over-under. Do you like the Chiefs in all those points?
0: I do. Yeah, I took Kansas City. I, th- I think this is a lock.
1: Yeah, I, I, I. it was a... I don't know. I didn't know what to do here. They burnt me so much. I thought 6.5 was a lot of points. The Bengals, you just don't know what to do. You know, last week, Browning goes out there and stinks it up. And then that game was over versus the Pittsburgh before it started. So, you know, I don't know what to expect here. I, I think if, if Cincinnati plays... You know, an above-average game here. They probably keep it within six and a half, but I don't know. I, I didn't want to pick this game at all. But I ended up taking the Bengals. You ended up taking the Chiefs in those six. They'll probably win by, like, 30 here. And then, finally, the Broncos-Chargers. Broncos, Broncos three-and-a-half-point favorites. No Russell Wilson in this game, as we talked about. 37 is the over-under. What are you going to do here?
0: Uh, I guess Denver. I mean, I do
1: I'll tell you, I took Denver as well, and I took it for one reason and one reason only. I don't think that that fucking team, I don't think the roster really likes Russell Wilson. And I think he goes to the bench, and I think they ball their fucking mind out. Uh, because I, I think they just want to show that, you know, and like, fuck Russell Wilson. We could do this without him. So I, I don't think that, you know, they are fans of his in the locker room, and I think that they'll produce as a result. But I could be wrong. It's a shitty take if they completely lose here. But anyway. Uh, And so that brings us to the final game. And that final game will be the Sunday night football game. And it's okay. It's got playoff implication. I don't know if the quality of it is going to be great. But you got the Vikings going back to the rookie. He's going to be under center tonight. Mullen to the bench. Mullins to the bench. Vikings one-point favorite against division rival Green Bay as the Packers head out on the road fighting for their playoff lives. 43-and-a-half is the over-under. So, Vikings-Packers, Sunday Night Football, okay, way to end the,
0: the week. What do you do? I took Minnesota. I, I just don't believe in Green Bay at all yeah green bay's been a complete disappointment
1: to me a away has gone the um what do you call it uh love f- f- your december undefeated record you know th- it got broke against the giants and they just they they haven't looked great uh you know i, I don't know I, I love i'm taking love versus a rookie quarterback in a big spot i i think that's the the only way that i could say i just you know Green Bay has not been fantastic. Uh, they they're two and two over the last four, but they lost to the Giants, lost to the Bucks, and then they beat the Panthers last week by three. Um, I don't know. I'm just gonna take. I'm gonna take the quarterback here. I think Love is the better of the two, the one uh, unproven rookie, but we'll see. So we're on opposite ends that, and that'll bring us to our gambling segment. So let's fire away. And let's do – well, a best bets, we already gave them to you. We both like Baltimore. I will start off with my other super contest picks. I took Baltimore as one of my five. I also took Dallas, Tampa Bay, Houston, and then Denver. Like I said, I think Denver's going to ball because I think they hate fucking Wilson. But uh, I will kick it to you. Your best bet was Baltimore.
0: Yep, Baltimore. And then my super picks, I took the Rams, the Niners, the Raiders – the Chiefs and the Vikings. Wow, do we have
1: anything the same? I don't think we have one game that's the same there. No, we don't. Yeah, okay, uh, completely different. So maybe we get some kind of uh, variance there. We're, we've been usually going two three three two. I didn't give the stats again, but I'll just update everything next week. Um, and so then I'll kick it to you with the gambling. I'm at five thousand. I I got up. I, I had a win the week before, and then I pissed it all away on, you know, just, I mean, I just got screwed left and right. Kansas City game did me in. Uh, you know, Miami was a push. I just, I wasn't anywhere last week. So I'm back down to 5,000. You, did you hit 7,000 with the wins last week?
0: Yeah, I'm at 7,040. I went, uh, above it and then I lost some money. So, um, seven, 7,040 bucks.
1: And as a refresher to everybody, we start the year with $10,000 in in 10,000 fantasy dollars. And then we, you know, we do some long season bets, and then we do bets each week. And so I've got about a thousand bucks in long term bets. Chris has two, so yep. he's down about a uh, thousand bucks, and I'm down yeah. about four. So,
0: fucking pretty terrible. My, and my long season bets are are good. They're looking good right now.
1: Yeah, they are. Mine are awful. The only thing I have is maybe Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons for Defensive Player of the Year, but again, I think he gets beat up by Miles Garrett. But Anyway, so I'll let you go. You've got the lead uh, in our bankrolls, so fire away, sir.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to do one money line straight bet, and it's not even going to be for this week. It's actually going to be for next week because I want to get ahead of the, the chain here, and that's going to be the Buffalo Bills getting points against the Miami Dolphins. They're getting uh, one and a half points.
1: Hold on, say this again.
0: You're doing. I'm getting ahead of the game. So you're doing next week. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting. It's it's one of the only ones they have on the slate right now. Okay. For All right. Ne- for next week. So I'm gonna do two fifty on Buffalo, getting a point and a half. So money line to win the game, two fifty to win five, five Oh five. hundred five. Gotcha. And then spread this week. I'm going to take Dallas 100 to win 200. That's five and a half. Uh, my money line parlays. I got two of them. I got the Rams, the Eagles, the Niners, and the Ravens. Hold Rams, Sam, Rams, e- Rams, Rams, Eagles, Niners, and who? Ravens.
1: Ravens. Gotcha.
0: That's going to be 250 to win 700. All right. And then another moneyline parlay. I'm going to do Kansas City and Minnesota, and that's going to be 250 to win 600.
1: Kansas City, Minnesota, and that's a spread or that's just a moneyline parlay?
0: Moneyline parlay. Yeah. So I, I I I laid some money on the line this week. So I got about almost thousand bucks on the line. But uh, all right,
1: how much did you put down for the Kansas City, Minnesota one?
0: 250.
1: 250. Okay. Yep. So those were your four bets? Yeah. All right. So yep. again, the money line Buffalo is actually next week's game against Miami. They're currently a dog, so you're taking them on the money line 250. You're taking Dallas in the spread this week. Then you're taking two money line parlays, the Rams, the Eagles, the 49ers, and the Ravens 250 there. And then you're taking another money line parlay, Kansas City and Minnesota 250 there so uh all right th- uh, that works so I'm gonna I'm actually gonna steal one of your bets too uh, th- I only did one thing going into this and that was Dallas Kansas City and Houston in a teaser uh, I just took those and I teased them down and then I put 500 behind that and so I'll uh, I'll match you know, I, because I like the Rams to win I like Philly to win. Uh, I like San Francisco and Baltimore to both win as well. So I picked all of them. I, I' tough to see any of those lose. I guess the Rams versus the Giants, if Tyrod Taylor pulls a game out of his ass, might be the one. But uh I'll I'll match the two fifty for seven hundred. Why not? So I mean, I'm that's sp- almost
0: you're getting almost three to one odds on that. That's like. It's pretty good.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I like it. Uh, Again, I, I tried to copy some of your stuff like the week. Well, two weeks ago, I think I copied one of your bets, and I ended up winning. And then I tried to mirror the thought process. Maybe last week it was. It didn't work out. But I do like this. So I'll do the 250. So I'll do the one T's, Dallas, Kansas City, Houston for 500. And then I'll do the Rams, Philadelphia, San Fran, Baltimore, Moneyline Parlay for 250. That'll pull me down to four. $4,250
0: uh, $4, on the year. Wait till you see what that Buffalo spread is after after this week's over.
1: Well, again, this goes to the same thought process as a couple of weeks ago when they played Kansas City. And it was like, look, if you like a team, if you like Buffalo there, you better get in on them now, especially for long-form bets because it's going to go infinitely up or down, depending on how you're looking at it, um, in the future weeks if they do win. It's going to be the same thing here, right? You want to go to the futures odds. I had them pulled up. Let me see if I still got that tab up. Right now, you got the Dolphins at 850 and the Buffalo Bills at 1,000. If you like the Bills at 1,000, you you better get them now because if they end up winning today and the Dolphins lose today, then, you know, in all odds, that's going to flip. You'll probably see the Bills at, what, maybe... (sighs) They might jump the chiefs dolphins and eagles and slide in there at like
0: 650 plus 650 maybe yeah they could be the, they could be all the way up to the 2 seed i think well
1: no because you're not going to dethrone the ravens unless the ravens lose the, i said the 2 seed are you talking about in long form bets or are you talking about
0: what do you mean the 2 seed I, i'm t- I, they could they could jump all the way up to the 2 seed in in the playoffs. Uh, in, uh oh oh oh! You mean in the
1: AFC? In the AFC? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I was talking about long form bets for. The, oh, I know, the I know. But if they're the two, so
0: if they're the two seed, that's even been, that that's going to drop that. Right? Because then, because then they can almost they they're almost guaranteed to have. Two home games. Well, they'll be
1: home, right. So they'll have home games, and it'll flip-flop. But I'm looking – they'll easily – if Dolphins lose today versus the Ravens, which we're both picking, and the Bills win, they're going to go ahead of probably the Chiefs and then the Dolphins. Right? I mean, the Chiefs have a a, a stinky game, as do the Bills, but the reason that it'll impact where the Bills go is because the Dolphins are going to lose, and that's going to be intra-division. And so, you know, impact Buffalo more than Kansas City – and so then the question becomes: If Buffalo goes into the four slot long form odds, do they move ahead of the Eagles, who are currently plus eight hundred? And right. that, that would be the question. I, I I don't know. You know that that's. Do, do you think the Bills or the Eagles, after this week eight weeks games, have a better chance of winning the Super Bowl? Um, one's going to be the two seed. The other one is also going to be a two seed. So, I don't know, they'll probably be nestled in. They could go ahead. But anyway, we'll find out, uh, you know, when this week concludes. So, without further ado, we will punch out. Christopher, all the best on the new year. I hope you and the family enjoy. What are you doing for the new year anyway?
0: I I have to work till 7, and then I get off. We're going to go to the movies, and then I have to work the next morning, too. Oh, jeez. Okay, well.
1: You do your thing. Uh, I'm probably gonna do what you can't do, and that's probably get loaded. So and then pass out. (laughs) Nice. So anyway, all the best. uh, You know, belated Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy New Year. Stay safe, and we will talk to you next week. Adios. Peace.